0: Welcome, everyone, to Cecil's Unknown Achievers, the podcast that brings you those hardworking entrepreneurs you've never heard of. Today, I'm joined by a group of young entrepreneurs. Yes, they are young, they're teenagers, but they have a solid business plan and they're very community-minded. They're a group of young men who attend Oak Park River Forest High School, my alma mater, and their business is Ripple Services. Ripple Services is a digital service provider seeking to assist people as they grieve the loss of their loved ones. So I welcome to the podcast, Grayson Adelstein, Joey Damaso, and Yvonne Gilman. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. us. All right, thank you for being here. All right, well, let's get started. when I learned about you, I discovered that you want a competition in your business incubator class. So I believe that class is an elective course, right? Yeah, yeah. it is an elective. Okay, okay. So uh, please share with us, why amongst the other options for electives did you choose the business incubator class? What was it about start, yeah. starting your own business that was attractive yeah. to you?
1: Yeah,
2: um, I've always really been interested in business since like middle school, trying out different things, lemonade stands and whatnot. And when I got to the high school and I found out about the incubator class through my cousin who had took it the year before, it was definitely of interest to me. And it kind of just happened that everyone in that class was really, really interested in business, which is one thing that I haven't really seen in many other electives at OPRF. A lot of people are kind of just taking it to fill up their periods, but everyone in the incubator class was really into it. And we were kind of just placed into our group at random um, within the first few weeks. And we kind of just clicked and hit it off. And I mean, yeah, it was definitely something that um, I don't regret taking. It was a really cool elective option.
1: Yeah, for me, uh, business and entrepreneurship has been a big part of my life. A few of my family members are also entrepreneurs. So um, in freshman years, I was meeting with my counselor, just going over electives. The course business incubator just immediately jumped out to me. So just being able to take it and like Grayson said, just being randomly put into a group where we really did click and kind of found our footing uh, was really cool to do.
3: Yeah, and then I would say for me, I really uh, value being independent and having that higher role where I get to display some of my creativity and skills. And um, just being a part of this group really allows me to do that. So I'm thankful for the opportunity.
0: So you guys weren't connected before taking the class? Did you know each other or were you friends before um, that? Or?
1: Yeah, we, we all went to middle school together. Yeah. Um, I'd say I kind of knew of. Grayson and Yvonne, but we never really had a conversation. Yeah, it, it was like being in the class was
2: the first time that um all of us kind of interacted. I mean, Yvonne and I went to like, like Joey said, we all went to the same middle school, but Yvonne and I went to the same elementary school. So um, we've known each other for a while, but this was definitely like the first time we had been in this type of setting mm-hmm. together.
0: Okay, great. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure in the class, you know, it was discussed uh, being a business owner versus Working for someone else in their business. Right. What I know, a couple of you mentioned already. You were you were interested in entrepreneurship, and uh, you said your family, you know, own businesses as well. What really struck it for you to be, uh, or, or as the benefit of being a business owner versus working for someone else in their business? What was really hitting it home for you?
2: yeah um i could start i definitely i i mean that really resonates with me because i have always liked to kind of do things on my own and be like hands-on and not and kind of be the leader not really be the one who's following after the leader i think there's definitely something special about being able to kind of orchestrate facilitate and kind of like actually execute ideas rather than kind of like working under someone i think i mean i think we definitely all share that quality um yeah, I don't know if you want talk. Have you had
0: other jobs, uh, part-time jobs before? Um, yeah, a few different ones.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, I've kind of always seen myself as a leader and someone who like wants to do changes in the world and I think sometimes just working beneath someone that's not always a possibility. So just being on like the cutting edge with like a business that we started that really doesn't exist in the world and just being the leader and being the um the one like, like all three of us driving those ideas was really impactful because I've been in a few um part-time jobs where it's just like boxing pizzas or managing <laughs> social media. So it's, it's kind of like not the same feel as running your own business.
3: Yeah, I can definitely agree. Like elaborating on my previous comment, how I mentioned you're able to have more like creativity, but you're also held to a higher responsibility. But um, like, I feel like we really motivate and push each other to improve the business every day because I've worked in environments where it's not always motivating or not always a
0: positive work environment. So I can definitely appreciate it. And now you can have an influence in shaping that environment because you're the one in charge, basically. Absolutely, exactly. All right. So I mentioned that Ripple Services is a digital services services provider. Uh, please tell us exactly how you go about serving your, your clients.
1: Yeah, so we're like a digital celebration of life, like you mentioned, and we kind of meet up with clients who, we offer three services. So someone who, has a loved one who's in hospice or near the end of their life, someone who recently passed or someone who has like an anniversary of their loved one passing. And we meet with the families and we compile photos, eulogies, memories, videos all together to kind of tell their loved one story and bring those families and friends together. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of completely remote and with people all across the country and the world.
2: Yeah. So kind of how our process is like digital is. So it all starts with our, our consultation, and that's where we meet fully remote um, through Zoom or via phone calls. And that's kind of where we gather the client's needs. Um, One thing that's really cool about our service is that everything is fully customizable. So none of the videos and uh, memories that we've produced are similar to one another. They all kind of have a unique aspect, whether it be like a certain song that someone appreciates or like a different speaker, um, whether it be a religious element. Um, so our, our, all of our videos are kind of built from the ground up, which is definitely a cool aspect. And yeah, it definitely has that digital feel, which is kind of when we embarked on this, we kind of wanted to bring this old fashioned memorial industry that's very much um, been set in stone for a lot of years to kind of like this new digital landscape. That was kind of the idea in mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's interesting, You're you're not only working with people who have already passed away, but people who are are still living you mentioned hospice mm-hmm, that right. you're you're coming alongside those folks trying to create some memories maybe that don't necessarily exist yet so that you know if they do reach that end of life that they have something that their loved ones can cherish uh, beyond yeah. just yeah. seeing them you know in the hospice situation
1: a big thing for some of our clients who maybe have dementia is just kind of seeing their friends and family just talk about fun experiences, kind of just to like help them remember their own life and celebrate it as they're still alive. Um, I think people have joked about for years how like, what it would be like to attend your own funeral, but we kind of want to give a small piece of that, and kind of honor someone's mm-hmm. life while they're still alive, while their friends and family can be around and celebrate it with them.
0: That's an interesting twist. And I, I'm, I'm guessing probably a unique uh, point about Ripple Services that you might not find with other people who are doing similar things as you. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely sets us apart. So what what prompted I, I know I read a little bit, uh Grayson, that you experienced a loss during the COVID nineteen pandemic mm-hmm. and the the experience uh, because we were not allowed to gather. And you had an experience that wasn't really nice or great or, or beneficial to you and your loved ones that kind of probably push you into this. Tell, tell me about that experience and what it lacked that you're hoping now to provide for your, your clients. Yeah, it
2: definitely, the main thing that it lacked was just like the organizational aspect. And it felt like the wrong, when it came to planning um, the memorial service before, the wrong people were doing the wrong things. Um, it was a really stressful and chaotic time for my family. And I think Ripple kind of, this is one aspect of um the memorial being this kind of celebration of life element and it is one of the biggest parts of it because you kind of want to leave um the family the loved ones the friends um with this kind of last memory of that person and i think our service really lacked that when we left um the zoom meeting and it, it kind of just felt like it was done it was it was it was really unfortunate because i think it could have been done in a better way um, and it really just lacked that like organizational aspect. There
0: were there was a lot of things in life that during that uh, shelter in place period were were different that we we all had to get used to, and that that probably was one of the toughest things. And yeah. in fact, people normally gather when when someone passes away, and that's how you you start the grieving process and go through it. But right. it was tough and. You know, I think what you guys are doing now is is going to assist people, even as we come out of that uh, that period. Yeah,
1: we've noticed that some of our clients um, didn't have like the opportunity to celebrate one of their loved ones' life during the pandemic. So, a part of like our anniversary service, we want to help. Just on the one year anniversary or ten years, we want to help just bring everyone back together.
0: Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, the the hospice. uh, Who who else do you see? as a, a fit for for what you're doing uh the, the people who are not necessarily going through the that life-changing aspect but is, is there anybody else that you think can benefit from from what you do other than the traditional folks who are you know nearing their end of life
2: um I mean, we we really have kind of mainly just identified the people nearing the end, the people that have just recently passed and the anniversary. Um, I, I'm not sure if like there are many other groups. I mean, we've worked with a few people at um, religious places and those people are very um, inclined to use our services. So that's kind of been one of the other smaller um, segments, but yeah, for the most part, it's been the other three.
0: Are you, do you have a background in video production? Is that kind of what formed the uh, basis for what you're doing? Yeah,
1: from, yeah, I've just, uh, I have a twin brother and we've been doing local like videography work around um, Oak Park. So I've kind of just taken this skill in videography and editing um, just to help bring that into Ripple and kind of edit all of our videos from the ground up like Grayson mentioned earlier.
0: Okay. Yeah. And how are you going about getting yourself uh noticed uh what what types of marketing tools are you using to to get get the word out about you Yeah
3: so for now I guess um how our business kind of prioritizes our marketing is um word of mouth so for now we are visiting um retirement homes and hospice care where we uh deliver brochures and business cards uh containing our information so that's yeah. a pretty strong point that we're trying to uh, advance into our marketing
2: Okay. And um we've also done a few different um webinars with um local senior groups in Oak Park and kind of talk to them about what we offer. Um we're also trying to get in like Yvonne said to a few of the retirement homes and kind of speak to the residents um and yeah that's kind of been the main point. It's so just staying very community focused for now until we're able to kind of expand to a larger um, audience.
0: Okay. How are you being received by these businesses? Uh your some young guys in high school and are you, do you feel you're being taken seriously or are they kind of pushing you off or are you, how are you, how are you getting that?
1: Um, I think the more and more we work with clients in these specific retirement homes, the more and more we build credibility. Right. I think we understand that we are three teenagers just kind of, you know, walking into a retirement home, but we do want to kind of set up that uh, community aspect. So if we joined the local chamber of commerce, We set up meetings with like the marketing director just to discuss and help them understand that you know we are a serious business and we can help the people who may be interested in our services
2: yeah to add on to that i think it definitely at the start did not come easy um people definitely didn't take us as serious at on the start but as we kind of built a name for ourselves done a few different like news articles um and other different publications that's kind of Gain some credibility for us to kind of show that we are around for the long haul, and this is something that we all do take serious.
0: So, as you have been doing this for a little bit, what what lessons have you learned? Uh, is there anything that sticks out that you said, "Hey, we did this really well," and "Hey, maybe this we could have done a little better"? Any anything you care to share about what you've learned about the experience? Um, I think for me, the I, I know there's there's kind of two things
2: that we've learned, the first being like kind of the communicative side, just communicating with these families that are going through really hard times in their life and kind of just remembering that, yeah, this is a business, but we need to be very thoughtful and considerate. And at the end of the day, these are people's lives and these are their loved ones that they have many memories with. And we really just want to execute these memories in a good way that kind of leave them in the best way possible. And then I think the second is just kind of dealing with our clients needs. Um, I mean, Joey could probably touch more on this since he does the video editing, but there's a lot of different changes in the video editing process. A lot of people want to make a few photos and videos last longer within the video clip or something shorter, a lot of different editing changes. And we really always try to accommodate that and be like as flexible as possible, because just kind of to wrap it up, we want like the video to just serve in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, I think for uh, me, as I was editing our first client's um celebration of life, her husband passed away two years ago to cancer. Um, and then she sent me all the photos and I had it lined up just from him like as a baby to high school graduation, to weddings, to first kids. Um, I think for me, and I can think I can speak for the group that it w- it, it was definitely... A big impact on us that like this is like what we can do if um with our business so i think you know as cheesy as it is it, i think it helped us learn to like celebrate our lives and you know not take any moment for granted
0: absolutely i mean having these relationships with these clients I- i'm sure touches your hearts as well because you're kind of guiding them through this process which is which is a tough process yeah and it's uh It'll benefit you and how you you approach your own lives too, for sure, so next, I want to talk about area that a lot of entrepreneurs kind of struggle with, and that's the area of properly managing their time. Uh, you are all students, and I assume your studies are your priorities so how are you fitting in your schoolwork and other high school related activities with running your business? I think um
1: when we first had you know this as a class and we had 47 minutes every day dedicated to it that was um definitely much easier but as we transitioned away from it now being its own business uh, separate from the school we've had to learn like you said how to manage our time um i know for me sometimes editing i'm just doing it during lunch or during a break during class just trying to get the client's video done in time but we um we have a, uh, regular meetings every week where we meet up and just like debrief about what's going on um future tactics in the future, um, updates. Yeah.
0: Now, what, how, how do you break down the the workload between the three of you? Or is there one person specializing in a particular area?
2: Yeah, so we all kind of um, are specialized in different areas, like you said. So Yvonne really focuses and hones in on the marketing, Joey doing the video editing, and I kind of do, um, some of the financial stuff. So, coming up with our product and service offerings, and then managing all of like the email outreach and kind of like partnerships. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you're all this is you're in your senior year now, right now, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's all great. of us are. Senior. So, you're nearing your end of your time at OPRF. Uh, tell us about your plans for the future.
1: Start. sorry
0: <laughs> okay um i know for
1: me i definitely want to go into business um my plan is to major in marketing at some college i'm not sure exactly where yet um but i do plan on running ripple into college because i think for a lot of our clients you know we kind of made a promise that our business will be here when they'll need us um so i want to continue i think i can speak for everyone that we want to continue that and just have ripple still running four or five years in the future, hopefully when it will be, um, will be a little bit more busy. Um, but yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, I'm planning on pursuing a um, degree in business as well, with probably a concentration in um, finance or um, general entrepreneurship. Um, not sure where yet, but um, I'll probably know in a few Months or a few weeks yeah, when I close out. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And then, um, similar to the other two, I would like to pursue a uh, career in um business and marketing. And um, not sure where yet either. But um, I prioritized places in um Michigan, Colorado, and Washington.
0: Okay. Okay. Wonderful. All right. So, as we close out here today, what would you say is the most important thing people should know about you and Ripple Services, what you're all about? <laughs> What would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence of going a different route, maybe not even doing something like this versus working with you?
2: Yeah, that's a a good question. Um, I think if someone was on the fence um, with kind of making the video on their own, which a lot of people do. Um, I think that I would tell them this will change the experience of um, yourself at the memorial service, everyone in attendance, because it really is a life-changing experience to watch this professional video. I don't really even consider it a video. It really is a long-lasting memory. And I think everyone deserves and needs that at their celebration life service.
1: Yeah, I would add that we we don't use like drag and drops um software when editing like it's really exactly what the client's vision is when we create it so it's kind of like preserving the memory uh, of their loved one we kind of want to just give them that where you know it's in a digital platform um so they can have it forever um yeah it really is like a
3: long
2: lasting memory
3: yeah just making sure to um spread their legacy and kind of connect it to the name how we want to outreach as many of uh, friends family members loved ones and um anything in between where. Um, we want to make sure that they have had like a heard life and that they are appreciated throughout
1: everyone yeah the idea of ripple the name which yvonne came up with do you want to explain i guess how he came up with the name yeah so ripple kind
3: of having like a simplistic kind of modern
1: like view
3: but um trying yeah just reaching as many people as we can with um someone's legacy and someone's name and um their actions
0: yeah i love the visual of it you know the the ripple and the the lake it's uh it it really hits home and it it gives a great uh visual of of what you do and what you're all about thank you well guys thank you so much for taking the time i I really appreciate it how can folks uh get a hold of you and reach you to possibly hire you and learn about you
2: yeah, so we have um, a website, RippleMemory.com, and we have um, different ways to contact us on there, um, whether it be our
0: phone number or email to set up um, a consultation there. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being on Cecil's Unknown Achievers. I wish you the best of luck, although you won't need luck, because I can tell already you guys are going to be setting the world on fire and helping a lot of people with this. It's, it's a great service. Thank Thank you so much. We appreciate the opportunity. Hey, thanks for joining me as I spoke with the student entrepreneurs of Ripple Services. They offer a great service for creating keepsake memories of your loved ones. Please reach out to them at RippleMemory.com. That's R-I-P-P-L-E-M-E-M-O-R-Y.com. Until next time, this is Cecil Archbold Jr. with Cecil's Unknown Achievers.